Hi, I'm Gerds Hundle, acclaimed health journalist, turned motivational speaker and transformational coach. This show is for anyone who wants to lead a happier, healthier and inspired life. Create more self-love, inject more joy and abundance into their daily life. Join me for inspiring interviews and spiritual topics so you can become a soul warrior. You're listening to the Get Inspired with Gerds podcast. I'm your host and today I have an inspiring guest with me who is an inspiration in the soul healing world. Baljit Riot is the founder of Lotus Destiny and creator of the Lotus Destiny Star Activation System. She's an intuitive healer and Akashic Records consultant and teacher who powerfully connects you to your soul's purpose and talents so you can bring your dreams into reality. Baljit has been doing Akashic Records readings since 2006 and has served thousands of people globally, assisting them to attracting healthy relationships with men, women and sensuality. Baljit, it's an absolute pleasure having you on my show and thank you for joining me. Hello, thank you for having me, Gerd. Oh, bless you. Baljit, your story is just, it's absolutely, truly inspiring to me. And I'd, I'd love you to tell the listeners what your life was like before you became a healer. Yeah, uh, great question. I have a lot of people <laughs> always ask me, have you always had this gift of doing readings? And um, I tell everybody we all have a special gift um, that comes out of our big transformation. So my background is I came from a very know, very strict upbringing, East Indian household. Um, And I lived life in fear. Like I wasn't allowed to do anything. I wasn't even allowed to like cross the street without suspicion. (laughs) And there's just so much fear built inside of me where it really repressed my, my creative gifts and not knowing how to express myself. So by the time that I was a teenager, I really blocked out these experiences that I used to have as a child I would experience communicating with my guides and having confirmation or in comfort confirmation and conversations and I just wanted to be like everybody else um, I was raised in a suburbia city where there wasn't a lot of uh, diversity at that time um, so I wanted to fit in and that meant that I try to people please and not only people please everybody at school but also everybody um, in the family household so it was a lot of giving my power away <laughs> which I then relate. I yeah. can relate with you. You, you yeah you're pleasing everybody for the sake of pleasing it but then you in the process you lose yourself and you, you don't even know who you are what your identity is yeah it's it's funny because it's you're pleasing because you want to be loved and accepted. That's yeah. usually what it is, right? There's this self-acceptance thing. So I was really chasing after that. And um, eventually, in the late, early 20s, I had studied architectural technology. I became an architectural technologist. Um, but really, I wanted to be a fashion designer. But my dad said, why don't you go into architecture? Um, and it was a gift that he led me through there, in which I'll share later about why that is um but I was still fitting myself in this box that wasn't me and um pressure to like get married at such a young age I I just I couldn't do it 
eventually it led to anxiety and depression and I would get severe, severe panic attacks um, to the point where um, I ended up having to take a week off of work because it was just a mental breakdown. Um, but long story short, I went on antidepressants and a doctor told me that I'd have to be on it for the rest of my life. And then I knew there's no way I can do this. Um, I still felt disconnected. I ended up gaining like 30 pounds. Uh, it didn't really help me recover <laughs> from the anxiety and depression. I was still feeling sad. I just felt numb and disconnected. And it was there where I decided to stop taking the antidepressants, and I definitely had a relapse. I was working with a homeo, uh, a naturopathic doctor at the time, and she told me that I was going to probably experience a healing crisis, and I didn't know what that was. Um, so a healing crisis is um, when you're healing, but all the symptoms start to release through your cellular memory. So getting all the stuff out of your, your tissue. And so it'll feel like you're experiencing what you have manifested, but you're actually releasing it out of your cellular memory. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand. Uh, I didn't understood at that time what a healing crisis was. I thought I just like relapsed and went backwards. Um, and I also realized that when you're healing and transforming that you don't actually need to experience a healing crisis. You don't need to experience getting sick to validate that you're shifting. At that time, I did not know. So I had a big relapse, or at least that's what I thought. And it got to the point where I didn't know if I wanted to be on this planet. I just was like, I either stay or I, I leave. So almost suicidal. And um, I remember I, I sat on the balcony in my apartment of Toronto and I had my very first conscious conversation with Source. And I was like, okay, God, you know, do I stay or do I leave? You you show me the way because I, I give up. Like I'm, I'm ready to be your vehicle. So just show me the way. And the very next day, I woke up automatically thinking energy healing. I don't know where that term came from. It just mm -hmm. came to me automatically. So I, I searched it and online, and I found a homeopathic doctor who I started working with intensively for four months, taking homeopathic remedies. And within four months of taking the remedies, I started to understand where the panic attacks were coming from, where the emotions were coming from, and how unexpressive I was, how I how I was repressing all of my emotions, uh, being the, the good East Indian girl and <laughs> not sharing my thoughts and feelings. And it just brought all that stuff out. And within four months, I came out of this dark tunnel. It was like this huge awakening. Mm -hmm. And I just remember waking up, looking outside, and it was like I had a new fresh set of eyes. And then I remember that week at work um, in Toronto, there was different courses called the Learning Annex that you could take, like different workshops. So you could take a cooking course or a numerology course that varied in all areas, crafts, etc. So I had signed up for it, but I got an email, uh, an invitation to an Akashic Record group healing. And I was like, what, what is that? <laughs> and so I was so intrigued that I, I went and I, had this profound experience and I didn't know how to describe what it was, but I felt a deep shift. 
And then that led me to go to a numerology class because I was just like being opened up of like, oh, what is this Reiki? What is this angel healing? <laughs> and so I went to a numerology class and that's where I met my former mentor and dear friend, Jennifer Longmore, who's the founder of the Soul Journeys Method. She teaches the Akashic Records and created the method um, of the Soul Journeys Method. And I had a session with her and uh, started working with her because it was so deep and profound and so efficient with the amount of layers that we went through and really connecting the dots of everything, all of the illusions. And my life just did a 180. I even lost all the weight. I haven't had a single panic attack since and realized that I wanted to teach this. So I became um, the first teacher taught um, in teaching the Akashic Records to many worldwide. And um, it's been such a, an amazing experience. Um, and it also allowed me to move across Canada, living in Vancouver, and eventually starting my, my own business full-time and doing Akashic Record healings and doing sessions and downloading a modality, which I'll explain later, which is called the Star Activation Healing. So that's the Coles Note version of what happened to me. <laughs> Wow, what an amazing journey to go through and come out, you know, just in this amazing energy and, wow, changing so many people's lives. That's that's so beautiful. I commend you for it because it's so hard to, to, to make a small shift, let alone a massive shift in your life. My dear, like, so, you know, you're talking about energy and you're saying you heard this word about, en like, energy and healing. It got me thinking, would you almost say that it was your guide that was telling you this? Yeah, at the time, I didn't realize that it was my higher self, but also my actual Akashic record keepers, which are your, your, one of your guides, like they're your guides, which we all have in our own Akashic records. We have our guides that we can call in like Kuan Yin and, you know, wow. angelic beings, etc., of the highest light. But we each have our own Akashic record keepers, which from the point your soul has chosen to extend its existence from source until its return, an energetic field has been created and your record keepers are helping you um, store all the information, all the actions and event in your Akashic records. So think of it as like a, a higher aspect of yourself. And I was being nudged, you know, <laughs> and that's what it felt like. I was just random and, and you, you're, everybody has that feeling, right? They're like, how did I end up here? And yes, I need to do this. Like you just know. Absolutely. I had a similar experience, but it was more, um, somebody saying you can heal yourself, just get up. And I didn't yeah. know who it was. I thought, oh, maybe it's just God talking to me. Maybe it's just my own mind talking to me. But now I have those on a regular basis where I'm talking to somebody. I don't know what to call it. It's, I guess it is a guide. Um, and whenever I need any advice, I just kind of say, Hey, what's happening? And suddenly I'll get it. I'll get a message, whether it's through a textbook, whether it's just through somebody saying something to me, um, or whether it's even just a note that I sometimes randomly find that has the right thing that I need at the right time mm -hmm. it's it's actually a higher aspect of yourself because you're you're a multi-dimensional being so we have our and when I mean multi-dimensional 
we see ourselves in such a linear way and as in the third dimension. So we have our physical body, the 3D reality. Um, however, we have access to all realities and all dimensions. So we can connect to, you know, our higher dimensional self that already has all the answers that um, can lead us the way our future selves is what I like to call it as well. Mm-hmm. And by accessing that information. So um, even though we may think we're so linear, we, we really run by time um, and construct here in the 3D reality, we have access to all the other dimensions. And that's who we are really connecting with is, is our higher aspect of ourselves and bring it back down into the third dimension. Would you almost say that it's kind of like our self in the future that's talking to us? Yeah. It can be that, and uh, it can also be your ascended masters and teachers that have, you know, completed their time in the physical reality, and they're working in the other uh, time frame, the other dimensions. It could be other beings of the highest light. Um, So you always want to call in those of the highest light and order, so you're receiving the purest and highest information. Wow. I'm so glad we talked about this, because I'm sure there's people out there and you know listeners if any of you guys have had those moments thinking am I going a bit loopy having these conversations with myself (laughs) it's actually talking to your higher self so it's okay you don't need to worry about it yeah (laughs) you don't have to go into a mental hospital it's okay (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) because usually they say it's a sign of madness but it's not really is it it's really you connecting like you said with your higher dimension that's yeah that's a great way of putting it thank you my dear so Madhya, you're now an intuitive healer and an Akashic Records teacher. So how are you helping people to lead a happier life? Um, I'm helping people to really tap into their own gifts and their own intuitive abilities by accessing their own power. So mm-hmm. when doing Akashic Record healings, which are intuitive readings, um, it's not a psychic reading when you go to a psychic a psychic will tell you one trajectory but the reality is is we have many trajectories and we have free will so going into your akashic records you're learning how to become an empowered participant versus a passive participant and a passive participant is someone who is coming from a victim standpoint and the questions that they're asking is very psychic question meaning am i ever going to be a millionaire will this ever happen to me or is this am i ever going to marry this guy so what you're doing is you're actually giving your power away to a healer or a psychic or a coach when you're when you're asking those kind of questions um so my main thing is teaching people how to become an active or empowered participant and how they're asking their questions and when you do that in the akashic records you receive immediate guidance and supporting you so for example if you wanted to create your own business uh, instead of asking Uh, will I ever start my business? It's still deferring your power. It's asking the question, I would like to create my own business. Um, What do I need to do in order to create this? And what do I need to shift within inside of myself so I'm able to create this? So helping people to really understand what their blocks are. So we all know our truth. It's more of working through the resistance and accessing that truth. Wow. Wow. I love the bit about where you said about finding out the blockages and opposed to almost feeling in that victim mode. That was really Uh interesting. 
And I, I mean, I could tell people all their futures and stuff, but the chances are they're not going to do it based on their resistance because they just want to be told what to do, but what are their, their willingness for actually doing it? So it's helping people to claim their power and that willingness is right at that stomach center. It's like that willpower. Hmm. Wow. That's yeah. I've got, you've got my mind going all over the place. I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. Wow. Absolutely love that. So can you tell people a bit more about the Akashic Records? Because I'm sure there's some people out there who are not familiar with this. Yeah, absolutely. So the Akashic Records are the record of your soul. It records every word, thought, action, event. And when accessing your own Akashic Records, it's one of the deepest healing methods that's out there. We all have access to it. We all are capable of accessing our own Akashic records and working in them um, and working in other people's records with proper training. Um, it really is a method and a tool to support you in aligning to your soul's purpose and aligning to your gifts and healing pretty much anything, whether it's like physical ailments or, you know, family dynamics, relationship dynamics, business dynamics, uh, pretty much anything. Um, and also understanding who you really are on a soul level so that you can finally integrate in this lifetime why you've come here on this planet and what your soul's mission is. So that in a nutshell is what the Akashic Records is and it's the most profound healing method because not only you're healing stuff in this lifetime, when you're clearing a, a block, uh, a pattern, um, you're also clearing in any other lifetimes and realities. So it's a very empowering method to be using. Absolutely. Guys, um, I've personally tried Akashic Records. Um, I was actually given a book by a friend of mine from Cambodia. Um, and it was a guy by Master Shah, actually. And I just started reading the book. I didn't understand what it was all about. But I, <laughs> I just tried it out. And I remember testing a few of them. And using those tools, gosh, I like yourself, actually, I had a massive shift and it, it changed my approach about everything that I was doing at that time and actually managed to help um, a family member heal as well. It was it was just so mind-blowing to me. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know, awesome. I didn't understand the whole aspects of it because I hadn't spoken to somebody that was doing it, but just reading it and then just following the practices, it opened up a new channel of things that I didn't even know was within me at that, that time. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's pretty profound. <laughs> yeah, like the he ha healing hands. I didn't even know that there's energy in our hands. And I started doing this thing with my hands. And like suddenly I feel this like energy and force in my hands. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> and suddenly I'd, I'd, anybody who had had a headache, I'd just put my hand over their head and it would like go. It was just like, wow. <laughs> well, it kind of makes sense since we're made of energy, right? So yeah. why not be a conduit for it? So. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it kind of reminds me of have you ever seen the film avatar oh yes millions of times <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. and they sat around the tree and they're like trying to heal yeah. it's ex yeah that's what i felt at that time yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's not guys it, it's actually real by the way it's, this is not made up stuff we do have the power to heal ourselves from within and we do have that energy within us it's just unfortunately we haven't been taught it because we've been taught another system to live we haven't been taught how to heal from within and I'm happy you brought that up because um, a lot of my clients too have really come from different 
cultural backgrounds and even religious backgrounds where um, whether they were brought up Catholic or Sikh or Hindu or Muslim, um, all backgrounds and where there's a lot of religious programming where <laughs> um, you need to sacrifice yourself to be accepted by God or you need to be a servant of God. So there's a lot of servitude energy. So um, there's a lot of dynamics of deferring your power just naturally with other people when you're trying to create community, et cetera, friendships even, um, that literally comes through religious uh, upbringing. So it's mm. it's interesting that you said that. That is interesting, yeah. Abs- I agree with you. I've had so many conversations about religion with so many different people, and I've, I'm, as you probably, you're aware, um, Balje, I'm more spiritual than religious. And mm. when you say you're spiritual, people suddenly go, what is that? <laughs> They want to put you in a category and they just want to say, no, but you're, you're from that community, aren't you? But I, when you become spiritual, you just, like you said, you, you it's everybody and anybody can just be this spiritual being. And that's what we are, ultimately. Yeah, and, and um, spiritual is like just being conscious, you know. It's like instead of deferring your awareness to whether it's an institution and other things, um you've decided to uh, bring awareness to your truth and being uh, super conscious. Um, And that's how we link it to spirituality. Um, Because a lot of people also use spirituality as sort of like a spiritual bypass, but really they're not conscious and aware at all, but they use the, (laughs) you know, the terms and everything. So um, I, it's, it's very important for people to get that spirituality really comes from a place of being aware of your thoughts and actions, your patterns. It's, it's this way of having awareness of yourself, and that's where transformation comes from. I love that. That was a beautiful description. Thank you. <laughs> cool. So my dear, um, I really, really want to ask you about this um, program that you have. It's the Lotus Destiny Star Activation System. Can you tell us more about it? Mm-hmm. Yes, I can. So while uh, I was teaching the, you know, while I started teaching the Akashic Records, um, when you learn the Akashic Records and even receive healing through the Akashic Records, it really aligns you to your truth. But it also opens up, you know, different portal portals of you accessing your gifts. So um, I was still working at an architect firm. Uh, here in Vancouver when I moved from Toronto to Vancouver as a way to bridge over um, to eventually starting my business full-time. So I was just only doing healings on the side and working full-time at an architect firm. And I was working through an architectural software, uh, working on sites, site plans, and I all of a sudden started to channel. And channeling these sacred geometric images and at that time I could feel the energy emanating from these sacred geometry images that I channeled and I remember I sent these images home so I could print them out and when I printed them out I felt uh, a coming home feeling like I was in tears and I ended up doing a future regression we, we do past life regression I did a future regression uh, with my former mentor to ask what these uh, sacred geometric images are all about and I actually met with my my higher self and my my guides 
and I was shown that these are called star activations. And the star activations are sacred geometric images that channel light to color and sound at a very high frequency. So I started doing uh, teleseminars where I would have different images that I would put up like a slideshow and you don't have to physically see them. You can just lie down and close your eyes. And by using these different images, um, I would call in different intentions. So I'd say we're going to call in the star activation of abundance and work through any blockages around abundance. Mm-hmm. And then we go with the next star activation, self-love, and working through any energetics around self-love. And eventually, um, I had people asking for personalized star activation images and I was like okay (laughs) and so I went into my Akashic Records and I asked how that needed to show up and they said they're called soul blueprints and Mm -hmm. the soul blueprints if you look at architecture when you have a building that's being made you need a blueprint right Right. just doesn't get built out of scratch you need a blueprint you need to know where the foundation you know how to pour the foundation um how to you know, put up the structures, where does it need to be? And eventually you'll have the different levels, the floor, the walls, and, you know, the rest, the frame for the windows, etc. So that's where the gift of architecture came from, because it helped me understand how to, you know, do a blueprint for a building and shift that and doing a blueprint for an actual being for a soul and it was shifting into creating soul blueprints for people and I realized that these are architectural templates for people to understand what their purpose is and what their gifts and talents are and how to express themselves and the star activation is more of a, a vortex of energies that you receive that helps to remove any resistance and blocks and accessing your own individual personalized soul blueprint template. So when I channel it for a person, it's not how I want to see it. It's what I'm being shown, how it needs, how it, how this person looks like. And that's how I get information about them. So for example, I had a, uh, this woman who, wanted to open up her own healing center and she she was really adamant about that and then when I channeled her soul blueprint it really came through that she needed to make chocolates <laughs> flat for essential oils and I wrote that up and wow. she read it and she laughed and she's like how the heck do you know that I love chocolates and I've always wanted to make chocolates and so from there, we actually looked at her archetype, and she's um, like she's an alchemist, and wow. she resisted that part of her because her dad was such an alchemist, but he misused his powers, mm. and that traumatized her. So she was fearing that if she was to access that alchemy part of herself, that magician archetype, that alchemist archetype, that she would actually hurt people. So. Wow. By healing that, she's now become a certified chocolatier. <laughs> she's playing around with essential oil, and she's in her bliss. And it. it also helps a lot of people who think, okay, I'm a healer, but I got to start this healing business. And that might not be the case. You know, not everybody are coaches. You may still need to keep your job as a vehicle and a foundation to start something or to align what you're what your true passion is, what your gifts are. So 
it it takes out any templates that you've taken on by society, culture, family, whoever, and aligning you back to your own soul blueprint template. Wow, I'm blown away by this. <laughs> this is amazing. It's almost like getting a chart for when you're born in in a blueprint instead. Yeah, I had no back then. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a completely different story, right? <laughs> and I've done my own. I've done my own for Belgeet Riot, and I've done my wow. soul blueprint for Lotus Destiny. So um, it was like, well, I've, I obviously need to do one on myself. So um, it's funny. I look back at it as a reminder, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this totally makes sense, and it's totally played out, you know, yeah. what's happened. So, um, and it's and it's working through the Akashic Records when – um, because your Akashic Records is sort of like your it's your soul blueprint. So, wow, I totally understand where you were saying that it's not you that's saying this stuff. It's it's something through you, like a it's it, you're almost like a vessel that's serving this work. Yes, totally, totally. I understand that, and I think a lot of people sometimes think it's kind of like woo woo. Um, but I I understand it because I've been in that process myself, where I I speak on stage, and when I do speak suddenly something will come through me and it's not me talking and I don't know what I've said and I'll come off stage and people say that's amazing and I'd be like what did I say (laughs) absolutely absolutely guys it's such a powerful tool once you're able to connect from within like amazing things happen and you get guided and I love this blueprint that you've made like it's beautiful because you're changing people's lives by them knowing exactly what they're here to do and I think it's just so powerful my dear Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm definitely going to have to get mine done now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) And if anybody else would like to get theirs done, where can they find you? Um, You can reach me at lotusdestiny.com. And you can just contact me. But under services, you'll notice that there's Akashic Records, Akashic Records certification if you want to be a certified consultant. And then underneath that, under healing services, you'll see the star activation method and that's where you'll get information about receiving your own soul blueprint perfect thank you my dear and I've got two more questions for you yeah absolutely (laughs) I can't believe we've come towards the end of the show so quickly it's yeah it's gone fast fast. I can't believe that wow yeah (laughs) and my first question is what are you most grateful for in your life I am grateful for the parents that I have chosen to come into in this lifetime to, to as being my 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 greatest teachers, um, and when we choose to really take personal responsibility of like the people that we've chosen to have a contract with in this lifetime to help us really transform and heal. Um, it's the most profound thing. So I'm grateful for all of my experiences with them um, that opened me up, even though it was so dark, it we really even transformed our relationship and have a deep understanding of one another, uh, which is rare uh, for a lot of people. And uh, that they're the two people I'm grateful for. Oh. I really love that. And I love how you said that you've chosen the parents because I feel a lot of people don't realize that we actually do choose our parents in this lifetime Mm -hmm. and and the life that we're living as well. Yeah, absolutely. And my dear, the last question is, 
What are your five top tips for someone who's trying to heal, but they don't know where to start? Great question. The top tips is, A, I would actually set your intentions with receiving clarity on what it is that you want to receive. Um, When we're not really clear, then we can really send out a lot of mixed messages and have like the shiny disco ball syndrome where we're, (laughs) you know, forking out tons of cash and taking a ton of courses. And then at the end, we're like, I feel transformed, but I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So set your intentions, be clear with um, what it is that you would like to receive. Um, and it could be as simple as like, I would like to receive uh, a higher income in my job or my business, or I would like to receive uh, peace within myself and family. And that will act as a little key to direct you with who holds that resonance, who holds that key. And the second thing is to trust your intuition. Um, I always find like, it's so easy to defer power to others and be like, well, what do you think? And so anytime that you say to yourself, I don't know, you actually do know, you deflect that awareness of knowing. So you could say, if I did know, how would this look like? How does this need to be? If I really did know, if I sat with this and I really did know, who should I really be working with? Or where should I really go? And giving yourself permission to be with that. Because the reason why a lot of people can stay in the don't knows is their fear of not being loved and accepted if they did know. What if you lose your tribe? What if you lose a relationship, right? Mm. All these what ifs, right? Mm. If you were to really let that go and know that the truth is really accessing the deepest freedom within, you don't actually create separation. You create a, a oneness within yourself. And relationships may transform in the sense that those who were, I'm going to say, feeding off your energy, (laughs) that doesn't serve, (laughs) you may recycle them into more empowered relationships or that current relationship actually shifts to a more empowered versus passive. Um, So that's a big one with really uh, trusting your intuition. And then um, if you're always in the I don't know, ask yourself Take a nice deep big breath, bring the energy from the head or even outside of your body back into your heart center and be like, if, you know, if, if Gerd's really new, how would this show up for me? How would I need to show up? Hmm. Last tip um, is if you're feeling like you need support and accessing what your purpose is and you're really seeking that guidance of having a sacred container um, where you are wanting to learn how to be empowered, then definitely message me. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that lotusdestiny.com. So lotusdestiny.com is really coming back to yourself. It's coming home to you. I love it. Those are amazing five top tips. And just thank you for sharing your story. You're an amazing soul. And I love the work that you do. It's, it's so powerful. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Likewise, I so appreciate you um, creating this, this space for other people to come in and just, um, you know, being the 
you know, it's kind of like Super Soul Sundays. <laughs> it's with skirts. I like it. Oh, bless you. Thank you. That really means a lot. <laughs> well, we're definitely going to have you on the show again, talking about lots of different topics. And yeah, thank you again. And uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Wow, what an amazing interview with Baljeet. If you're looking for somebody who can help you with your Akashic Records, she's definitely your lady. Unfortunately, it's the end of the show. Don't forget that you can find me on Facebook at Get Inspired with GERDS, that's G-U-R-D-S. And you can also find me on Twitter at I am GERDS, where I bring you lots of inspirational and motivational quotes and tips about life. And if you're looking for a coach, check out my website, which is www.getinspiredwithgerds.com. Before I leave this week, I want to leave you with this quote. When we allow our soul to guide us, we are always shown the way. Take care, guys, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.